This is The Archive on Cinematic Sound Radio with your host, Jason Drury. Hello everyone and welcome to the second part of the latest edition of Cinematic Sound Radio's Archive. I am Jason Drury, still coming to you from Ramsgate in Kent, England. Hello again to our listeners at Movie Scores and More Radio, CinematicSound.net and through iTunes or Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Pocket Casts, TuneIn, Google Play, Radio Public and where any other podcast provider is found. It's great to have you rejoin us for the show. If you are listening to this programme through iTunes or Apple Podcasts, please take the time to rate and review the show. It really does help get the archive and Cinematic Sound Radio noticed. And if you're listening to part two, before you listen to part one, all I can say is I admire your rebellious attitude. Now, later in the show, we have music from the 80s animation series Transformers, with music by Johnny Douglas and Robert J. Rose, who sadly passed away in October this year. Music for one of the most unusual releases of 2018, The Lost Children of Planet X, a concept album which features music by Christopher Young. And we end this part of the show with a wonderfully rousing score to the 1995 Steven Spielberg-produced animation Balto, with music composed by the late, great James Horner. But we start part two with music from the recently released deluxe edition of the expanded score to the 1994 environmental action-adventure film On Deadly Ground. Directed, co-produced and starring Steven Seagal. The film co-starred Michael Caine, Joan Chen, John C. McGinley and R. Lee Emery. And features in one of his early cinematic appearances, Billy Bob Thornton. On Deadly Ground is to date Steven Seagal's only directorial effort. Seagal plays Forrest Taft, an environmental agent who works for the Aegeus Oil Company in Alaska. Aegeus Oil's corrupt CEO Michael Jennings, played by Michael Caine, finds that Taft's best friend, Hugh Palmer, has a computer disc that contains information about defective equipment on Aegeus One, the company's main oil refinery. He sends out his heavies to murder Palmer, but when Taft tries to intervene, Jennings also tries to kill him as well. But then an Eskimo woman named Masu rescues Taft. With Masu's help, Taft begins a trek through the Alaskan wilderness, heading straight for Aegeus One to destroy it before it destroys all of the forest. Now, the film was nominated for multiple awards. Multiple Razzie awards, that is. Six in total, of which Steven Seagal won for Worst Actor. It is Seagull's speech at the end of the film which gained the most criticism from the renowned film critic Walter Ebert who called it absurd and shameless and variety film critic Leonard Clandy described the film as quote, a vanity production parading as a social statement unquote. Now Batapodoris provided a typical, powerful action score to the movie. Inspired by Seagull's character, the composer wrote a resolute main theme, at times serene and introspective, and at other times a rallying call for the character, as he 
strides across the tundra into explosive action. The theme is extremely versatile and is typical of the composer's love of a folk-like melodic structure. It was exactly the sound that director Seagull was looking for. Of Puzzle Polidorus, the collaborator, Steven Seagull said this, quote, My opinion of Basil is that he was a very deep, sensitive human being, very polite and a wonderful man who inspired me. As a musician, I'm nothing compared to him, and so it was a great honour for me to walk in his footsteps a little bit, to follow him around and learn from him. Now, most of the film's 100-minute length time was scored by Apollodorus. The first half explored the internal journey that Seagull's character Forrest Taff takes, with the second half almost all-out action. Now, Apollodorus scored one more action-adventure film for Steven Seagull, Under Siege 2, Dark Territory, in 1995, but then fell out of touch with the actor, of which Seagull now deeply regrets. So, to start off the second half of this edition of the Archive on Cinematic Sound Radio, here is music for the original motion picture score to the 1994 action-adventure film On Deadly Ground. Music composed and conducted by Basil Polidorus.
That was music from the original motion picture score to 1994's On Deadly Ground. Music composed and conducted by Basil Polidoris. The original soundtrack recording is now available as a recent CD Club Deluxe Edition release by Verez Saraband Records. This is The Archive on Cinematic Sound Radio. Welcome back to Cinematic Sound Radio's Archive. Now in October this year, the film and TV music world lost one of its unsung heroes. Robert Day Walsh wrote music for nearly 50 TV series and specials, several movies of the week, and over 20 feature films and documentaries, as well as numerous commercials. He received three Emmy nominations and wrote and produced over 200 albums for various record labels worldwide. His film and TV music credits included work for Canon Films, including Revenge of the Ninja in 1983, and also his music for cartoon series for Hanna-Barbera, and particularly for Marvel Animation in the 1980s. His music graced series such as Muppet Babies, Fraggle Rock and Defenders of the Earth. He also worked on cartoon series which he shared composer credit with British composer Johnny Douglas. These included series such as G.I. Joe, Dungeons and Dragons and the original series of Transformers of which music has recently been released on vinyl. Away from animation... Johnny Douglas is probably best known, particularly in the UK, for his BAFTA-nominated score for the 1971 children's classic The Railway Children, of which I hope to play on a future segment of my Best of British series. The original Transformers animated series ran from 1984 to 1987, and was the first of many based upon Hasbro's Transformers toy line, and depicts a raw amongst giant robots that can transform themselves into vehicles and other objects, as if you didn't know this already. Now, the voice cast, as you also probably know, includes such iconic voice talent such as Peter Cullen as Optimus Prime, with voice greats like Frank Welker, Casey Kasem and Don Mezick. Now, the original music on this album was recorded in the Czech Republic between 1983 and 84. And is a mix of small orchestral rock fusions, mainly composed by Johnny Douglas, as well as cues of a more electronic nature, which were mainly composed by Robert J. Walsh, sometimes in collaboration with Jonathan Morell. The music for Transformers is as much love as the series itself. And the series fans, as well as animated TV music fans, finally had their wishes come true with this final release in August this year. 30 tracks of music for animation for the first two seasons of the show, which are an excellent example of how American animated series were scored at the time. And in itself, it's another worthy entry to Cinematic Sound Radio's archive and also a tribute to both Johnny Douglas and Robert J. Walsh, who are both now, sadly, no longer with us. So, here is music from the original TV soundtrack from the first animated series of Transformers. Music composed by Johnny Douglas and Robert J. Walsh. Additional music by Jonathan Morell. (laughs) 
FBI. Autobots wage their battle to destroy the evil forces of the Decepticons, the Transformers. Autobots in disguise. The Transformers. More than meets the eye. The Transformers. Thank you. 
That was music from the original TV soundtrack of the first animated series of Transformers. Music composed by Johnny Douglas and Robert J. Walsh. With additional music by Jonathan Morell. The original soundtrack recordings are on a vinyl release from Light in the Attic Records. Robert J. Walsh sadly died in October this year at the age of 70. He will be sadly missed in the film and TV music community. You're listening to The Archive on Cinematic Sound Radio with your host, Jason Jury. Welcome back to the show. Now, as you know by now, the archive for Cinematic Sound Radio features music from film and television. I keep telling you this only really to remind myself. As you probably gather, my memory does keep going sometimes. It's an age thing, you know. It happens to the best of us. But sometimes a release comes along, which in itself is not a film score, but can still demand a place in Cinematic Sound Radio's archive. Now in the daily grind of film scoring, composers are often left with great bits of material that they love, but for various reasons were dropped from the scenes they were written for. Sometimes these pieces find new life in other films, sometimes they are buried forever, or sometimes they are resurrected, as in this case, with Christopher Young's latest album, The Lost Children of Planet X. Young's reworkings of tracks which come from thematic demos for film scores dating back to 2004 have finally found themselves as part of this concept album. This was something that started as a passion project for Young and it wasn't until seven years later, 2011, that the material was woven into the form we can now hear in this release. The inspiration for the music and dialogue, which was co-written by Young and Bob Badway, include titles such as Inhale, Twist Was I by Procol Harum, Frank Zappa's Lumpy Gravy, as well as the Beatles' 45ers. And from the world of classical music, the inspiration came from, from Luciano Berrio, Bruno Madeira and Carl Zeiss Stockhausen. Now, The Lost Children of Planet X is very much a spoken word drama filled with surrealism and dream logic. It is explained by co-writer Bob Badway as this, quote, When you listen to the album, you'll get an overall picture of what's going on, but have trouble visualising it because the details are screwy and everything seems to be in total contradiction, unquote. The album is jam-packed with Easter eggs in terms of casting and the lines delivered. Christopher Young himself appears as the booming voice of King Everett, while also delivering a few odd quips here and there, including his personal favourite, Help me God! Please help me! Which is a phrase I'm familiar with myself from working on these shows, I can tell you. As bonus material, eight purely instrumental tracks entitled Chart 1 up to Chart 8 are included in the release, and it is from these eight tracks comes the suite you are about to hear. 
The album, according to Christopher Young, is the first of what he is calling his X projects. And it has not been released since its completion in 2011 because Young wanted to complete another concept album to pair up with it. This album is yet to be finished and Young could not wait any longer. The Lost Children of Planet X is a highly unusual album. One of the most unusual albums I've heard in a long time. But with the musical stamp of Christopher Young all over the narrative, it is well worth a listen, even if it may be just for the one time. So here is music for the concept album for Lost Children of Planet X. Music composed by Christopher Young.
That was music from the concept album The Lost Children of Planet X. Music composed by Christopher Young. This extremely unusual release that also features the writing of Border Bedway is now available from Caldera Records. So now sadly we've come to the end of the second part of this edition of the Archive on Cinematic Sound Radio. Firstly I must give a thank you to Cinematic Sound Radio's affiliate the Movie Scores on More Radio Network, which can be found at moviescoreradio.com. Feel free to reach out to Cinematic Sound Radio by emailing at cinematicsound at yahoo.com and don't forget to visit cinematicsound.net to hear an archive version of this show, which is appropriate of always because this show is called The Archive and many, many years of previous Cinematic Sound Radio programming as well, which is not called The Archive. The show is also on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, if you prefer to call it. And if you're listening there, please rate and review the show. As I said before, it really does help get Cinematic Sound Radio and the Archive noticed. I'd also like to thank Tim Burden for providing his voice on the Bumbles and Stings you heard on both parts of the show. David Cosina for writing the Archive's intro music. And of course, my good friend Eric Woods for letting me loose on his station. Now I'll leave you today with another classic score from the legend that was James Horner. Part 1 of Archive 14 started with music from his score to Batteries Not Included, released by Entrada Records. I finished part 2 of this show with another superb James Horner score which has been rightly given the expanded treatment again by Entrada Records. Bauto is a 1995 live action animated epic drama adventure film directed by Simon Wells. The film is loosely based on the true story about a dog who helped save children from the from a diphtheria epidemic during the 1925 serum run to Nome in Alaska. The voice cast included Kevin Bacon, Bridget Fonda, Jim Cummings, Phil Collins in a dual role, and Bob Hoskins and William Margulies in the live action sequences. This film was the third and final animated feature produced by Steven Spielberg's Amblimation animation studio. James Horner scores the film with a wonderful grand orchestral sweep. His ability to play on the viewer's emotions in both subtle and grandiose ways are showcased here. A perfect fall for the sudden shifts in tones in the animation narrative, from danger to humour, from action to romance, all brought to life superbly by the usual brilliance of the London Symphony Orchestra. The score contains just one principal theme which Horner expertly weaves into the score with numerous variations involving changes in pitch, colour rhythm and harmony. So expertly that it is only from careful listening that you can see how pervasive it is. Sometimes Horner uses the theme with a full out orchestral statement. Sometimes it just uses a few notes for going in an entirely different direction. This theme is first heard in the strings of the film's main title and is finally rounded off in the film's final cue, both of which are in the suite you're about to hear. James Horner's large-scale operatic scope of a score turns his heartwarming true-life animated adventure into a cinematic event which lives long in the memory. It's just a shame that not so many people saw it in its cinematic run due to the success of another animated film out at the same time, the classic Toy Story. So to finish the second half of this edition of the Archive of Cinematic Sound Radio, here is music from the original motion picture score to the 1995 Steven Spielberg-produced animation 
Baltow. Music composed and conducted by James Horner and performed by the London Symphony Orchestra. The original soundtrack recording of his expanded release is available on Intrada Records. Thank you very much for listening. I do hope you enjoyed both parts of this edition of the show and until the next time I dig up more items for the Cinematic Sound Radio Archive from me, Jason Drury, is take care and happy listening.
Thank you for listening to Cinematic Sound Radio. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please email us at cinematicsound at yahoo.com. Don't forget to check us out at cinematicsound.net on the web, Sound Radio on Twitter, and Cinematic Sound on Facebook. And if you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, please take a moment right now to rate and review the show. It really helps get the show noticed. And don't forget to tell all your friends about the program as well. We really appreciate the support. And please check out our affiliate at Movie Scores and More Radio at moviescoreradio.com. <laughs>